Welcome to the Dog Show Show podcast, presented by the Staffordshire Bull Terrier Society of New South Wales and featuring Kim Reader. Ah, oh, welcome to episode number four it is. of the Dog Show Show. We've had good feedback for these first few episodes, haven't we? Mm. We've been very happy with that. We're going to introduce our special guest. Well, our regular guest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, you're here in the Dog Show Show with uh, Adam, Barb and Kim Reader from the Staffordshire Bulls Terrier Society of New South Wales. And this episode, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Barbie? We're talking about a pet dog versus a show dog. Right. Is it, what's, what's the difference? Well, there's no difference (laughs) because all our show dogs are our pets. Are they? Yeah. Right. So um, basically they're our friends and we look after them exactly the same no matter mm. whether they're being shown or not. So they're our pets and our friends just like everybody else's. Mm. Go down the park, run in the paddock, whatever you do with them. Yeah. And just treated normally. It's just that they have to get um, themselves ready on on occasion on the weekends to go to a show. Mm. Mm. Do they... <laughs> So are there people that treat their dogs like extra special, wrap them in cotton wool or...? Uh, Well, things happen like you've got to be careful that um, like anything, like anybody in sport or Mm -hmm. kids in sport, you you know, if they're playing, they can't um, try not to injure themselves, break their Mm. teeth, um, do something that, you know, they hurt their leg. You sort of try and keep them a little bit um, guarded from overdoing. So there it. is a little bit of cotton wool involved. Little bit, yeah. Mm. So if you had a dog, like if you were judging a dog and the dog had a limp, and and you know the person showing the dog said, "Oh, we had a a fall yesterday, or something happened yesterday," you know, thinking about what you've said in the past about fit for purpose and things like that, would would you would you overlook that? Or would you go, actually, no, this dog isn't that where it needs to be to be shown? Well, that's right, because you're judging on the day. Yeah. So on the today, the dog comes in and he's, he's unfit, he's, he's unsound because he's limping. Yeah. So you usually ask if they'd like to withdraw the dog because he's not, he's not fit to show today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you do have to be a bit careful not to let them injure themselves or anything yeah. if you've got a show coming up. Yeah, because I was thinking as well, you said like broken tooth. Mm. Yeah, that would just aesthetically look bad, but also... Functionally. Yeah, functionally, yep. it's not yep. it's not right. Yeah, there's um, issues where some people will break the teeth and then never show them again if they, if they break their teeth. Some people try to still show them and see how far they can push it with the fact that, well, you know, he's got a broken tooth, but can you still judge him in order of merit on the day? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's everybody's individual dis- decision whether they'll they'll give up if the dog's tooth's badly broken or missing. Mm. That's that sort of situation. So, again, it's just judging on the day. Yeah, well, I'd imagine that'd be like a roll of the roll of the dice, then, wouldn't it? Like, maybe I'll go and my dog will have this, but there'll be three other dogs that'll have worse things than my dog. Like, maybe mine. Yeah, won't be as bad. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, and you, well, you sometimes you go and there's nobody else there at all. 
<laughs> so, so you Stephen Bradbury it, you just run it over the line. Well, sort of. Though <laughs> judges can refuse a prize. Right, really? Yeah, they yeah. can refuse um, the, the exhibitor a prize at all. Yeah. So there is that. Because it has to be something to compare it against, doesn't it, I suppose? Like, at least another dog. Well, we can, well we're comparing it against the standard. Yeah. So, and then against the other, other competitors. Yeah. So... There's things in the standard that, you know, won't be accepted if that's not the way it is. Mm, mm. So, yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. Mm. So if you just bring in one dog and it's got seven things wrong with it, no, sorry. Well, remember we're judging virtues. Yeah, that's true. That's right. (laughs) We're judging virtues. talking about things being wrong. Thinking about most things right, ticking Mm. all the good boxes. Yeah, yeah. So could a pet dog become a show dog or do you purchase a dog for the purpose of... becoming a show dog but if you had a pet that say you had for a few years and you oh i want to i want to show him you could do that yeah easily Hmm. easily um sometimes people breed something and it's um not shown for two or three years and Mm -hmm. you know the breeder might visit them or they visit the breeder and then they oh he's turned out really nice would you like to go in the show ring Mm -hmm. and give it a go so they don't have to be show dogs from puppies they can be no they can be um, older dogs that become show dogs. Well, because of our podcast, I've had somebody contact me the other day well, with great. one of my puppies and gone, i really like to get into this. Do you think he's good enough to show? Hmm. And he is, so we'll probably pop him in somewhere hmm. and give them a shot at, shot yeah. at it. Yep. So, um, yeah, we've got, we're in discussions about how we're going to do that. Wow. So, and he's uh, two. All right. We've brought dogs in from England that um, have been pets in people's backyards. I mean, not shown. Mm. And um, they've been top winning dogs in this country. It's just a matter of that they weren't shown in England. Mm. And they've mm. been, you know, three, four. Mm. Okay. Just to put a bit of work into them to get them to a certain standard. Like, is there a certain temperament you'd need to... Well, they come into... It's about harnessing the... Um, their temperament and um i was watching something by caesar milan the other day actually Mm -hmm. and talking about leads and harnesses and things and what he says about leads is exactly right the dog goes with you and the lead is just the boundaries yeah so i judged last weekend and a lady came in and she was arguing with her dog in the lead kept pulling the dog kept pulling away Mm. and i said to her you know if you let the lead loose he'll follow you so let's see if that works. So off she went, up and back. Dog followed her, wagged his tail the whole way mm. and just walked up and back and stood properly and was really good. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, about, it's a lot about the pe- people, not just the dog. Mm. It's a lot about yes. the people knowing um, how to relate to the dog while they're showing it. It's, a, it's not necessarily the dog and lots of mm. times it's not. Yeah. dog at all mm. it's the it's the people knowing how to react with the dog and have the report yeah because they're responding to the way the person is that's right and of so course if... people go in they're nervous mm. yeah and they're they're thinking oh, i've got to get this dog to show they often panic mm. and if you just relax and pretend you're not in the show ring like you would do anywhere mm. in the park or mm. pretend you're in your backyard running it around yeah. training yeah that's mm. right mm. just sort of Relax yourself. You, you, the dog will relate. It goes down the lead. Your your emotions and your feelings does transmit to the dog. Mm. 
Actually, that was exactly in my head. Like, it would transfer through the lead, like whatever you're feeling, mm. the dog feels. you'd be pulling on the lead or you'd you know, mm. dragging them around. Mm. Mm. So are you tone of voice as well when you're talking to them? If you sound all anxious yourself, mm. Mm. that makes them anxious. Mm. So it's uh, very, um, very much about um, about human dog relationship, showing dogs. So in line with what you were just saying about someone contacted you and said, "Could I show my dog?" Have you, have you ever like gone to someone's house and just looked at a dog and gone, "You should be showing that." Oh yes, <laughs> many breeders of many breeds go. Well, I let the wrong one go there, didn't I? <laughs> mm. So, but they've got good homes, so they're usually happy about that. Yeah. yeah. And often you'll go and you'll say to them, "Would you would you give them a go in the ring?" And they'll just say, "No, I, I don't want to get involved." Or, "Yes, I'll give it a shot and see what happens." Do you look heartbroken because you're like, "You've got the best dog I've ever seen, and it could be a champion, and you don't want to show it." Um. <laughs> Well, you, you're usually hard on yourself. <laughs> you usually go, oh, I picked the wrong pup. I should have, um, <laughs> I should have that one. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, but people, I mean, I know in our experiences, people have come back and a really good friend of ours, Ricky, came back with a dog many years ago and he came swaggering down the driveway and we all looked at each other. And Ricky went, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> went, yeah. Yeah, do you want to swap for Bodger? Okay. <laughs> So he, he swapped let, him? Yep. Oh, wow. He took Bodger and we took Reggie back. Wow. Yeah. So he, he didn't mind at all. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, you've got people that will do that. That's yeah. pretty rare, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we've done some really, um, you know, sorts of things like that where people have seen that it's in the best interest to, to have that happen. Mm. Yeah. But uh, of the breed more than anything. Mm. Yeah. So, um but, yeah, but other people, I think in these days, though, people are a little bit more possessive of their, of their, um, what, their goods and chattels, I call them, mm-hmm. which their dog's one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they very much um, are not very sherry anymore. Mm-hmm. So in the old days, we were very much into sharing and supporting the breed. Mm-hmm. But um, these days, it's like, well, no, it's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Mm. You bought, you took the dog, and it's yours. That's that's not a concern. Yeah. But you know, there are people that come back. I mean, uh, the brother to that dog uh, is in Queensland, and I was talking to those people who were friends of mine yesterday, and I said, um, "He's looking very nice. When you go on holidays, just pop him on the plane for a month, and I'll show him where you're going." <laughs> and that was what I was met with—a very yeah. big yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, so it's that you do do that, but to me, it was um, you can't keep everything. This is what when you're a breeder, you've got to know you can't keep everything. Mm. And Mm. as long as that they're in the best homes possible, which they are, and they've got um, you've got access to them, Mm. you know, you'd like to show them, you'd like to get them out there, but it's not the end all and be all. Mm. If people don't want to do that, they don't they don't have to. But um, there's, as I say, is the other the other group of people. They they're very interested in having a shot. Yeah. So mm. so that's good. We'll show them what to do. That's good. So if someone was sitting there, I mean, I know there's breed specific things that we we can't talk to. You can only talk to your breed. But someone was sitting there with a dog and went, "Hey, I think this dog is a good enough dog to show." What would be the basic things that the dog would 
kind of need to have to start with, like temperament-wise and and training-wise? What would be the basic things that they'd need to know? Well, basically, when you react that way to what a nice dog it is, it's because yeah. it's so close to the standard and what's yeah. required. Yeah, yeah. So it would meet the standard in a pretty po- positive way. Yeah. And you would look at it and think, oh, you know, you go, oh, wow, look, look at him. Yeah. He's beautiful as yeah. a match to the standard. The temperament is in the standard, so yes. Then there are show dogs and there are dogs. Mm-hmm. There are dogs that will be show dogs. They will go in the ring and they show themselves off. And sometimes they can beat the better dog mm-hmm. because they've got the temperament. They show. walk a little bit differently. They Oh, they say, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The head's up a little bit more. Yeah, and or they libel you. When you're judging, they look you <laughs> look at you walking up and down the line. What are you looking at these well, other going, dogs look for? At me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know I'm the one? <laughs> That's right. It's like mm. you know, it's like it's very funny actually when it happens. Um, so there are dogs that have a temperament that ask for mm. a recall, mm. ask for the award. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the other dogs that just go in there and stand and do as they're told mm. they don't have the show temperament but you know that that doesn't matter really in the main mm. those show those show temperaments are rare yeah mm. so but you look for um you know some some dog that you know will meet the temperament as well which is in the standard mm. and basically what happens is is that um when people first come along i always say to them you don't have to um be perfect yeah. you're learning and all, as I think we mentioned in past podcasts, we mentioned to the judge that the person's new. Yeah. And mm. the dog's new. Yep. And that... Um, Cut them a little slack sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I had one last week when I judged a, a young um, minor puppy bitch that came in and the steward said, new exhibitor. So I tell you what, she was a gun. She outhandled the pros. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I said to her, I think you're tricking me. <laughs> crowd handled the guns a little, bit, a little bit of pool sharking you're not that new <laughs> so um, she, she was she put a lot of effort in and a good honour wow. mm. so um, she got runner up best in show actually wow the, the, the specimen was beautiful and she showed it beautifully yeah mm. so it's about preparation yeah. and putting a bit of work into it um, before you go yeah. um, learning a bit about what's required and I think that's about talking to, you know, your breeder or other ex- well, other exhibitors or your club and have a chat with them about what's required in how to how to handle the dog and what, yeah. you know, not just sort of rock up and fingers crossed. Yeah. Because mm. it's not that anybody really minds when it happens, but you, you get embarrassed yourself and we don't want that. Mm. Do so you do your research before. Well, yeah, and ask for help. People, um, the clubs are happy, well, our club's happy to help. Yeah. Um, you know, you give people tips on how to train them. Mm. It's quite simple and it's all about you relaxing. Mm. And, you know, you keep your dog in your left hand because you're going around the ring in an anti-clockwise circle mm-hmm. when you first go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the dog's are always on the left-hand side because that's how you show when they, when you're, like, you're inside a ring and yeah. the judge is in the middle. Yeah. So the dog has to be mm. on the left hand. Mm. So yeah. that the judge can see. Yes. Yeah. Right. And you're going in clockwise. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, because the way the entrance to the ring usually is. Mm-hmm. No, I'm way buggered. I walk Daisy with my right hand. Well, you're going to have to change, change that up. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone rang you and said, look, I want to do this, 
maybe there's more than this, but what would be like the top three tips in terms of you'd go, well, okay, these are the three things that, like you said, the brand new person, they're doing their research, they're calling you up and saying, hey, Kim, I want to show my dog. What are the top three tips? What are the three things that they just would absolutely need Training to know? Training tips? Yeah. Well, the very first thing is if somebody rang up, we'd have to check their register with the ANKC to be eligible to okay. be shown in that. Cool. In that in the shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, when that's all right, we show them how to enter the show online. Mm. Okay, and then the next thing is is the top three tips would be, um, well, the main thing is is that the exhibit itself is what matters. So you've got to make sure that he's clean, his teeth mm-hmm. are clean, his ears are clean, that he's had a bath mm-hmm. and that he's, he's, you know, virtually fit. Smelling mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you can't bring in, you know, a great skinny dog or an overweight dog. Because mm. that doesn't work either. Not fit for purpose. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that they're fit. Um, and also um, just to stay calm and just follow the directions, basically, because it's, it's, it's not hard. Mm. But if you don't do what they ask you to do, well, you, you then get muddled up. Mm. So mm. we also have um, Dogs New South Wales, if you're in New South Wales, um, have um, and you're in local, they have show training and they have show training in newcastle as well right. on evenings where you can go and learn how to show your dog right. that's a good idea yeah um the one in sydney's on of a day though i think on a mm. once a week and it's just a matter of um showing you the, the ropes uh we as i said i've planned in the said in the podcast that we plan to have them start again in, as well mm. to mm-hmm. show people just how to show the dog or manage the dog right so you're going to run those yeah we had them before covid yep we're mm. starting them up again okay well, so just good. for our breed that'll be good yeah let us know when that's happening we can put it out there can't we i thought you're gonna say you can put our dog in there she no. <laughs> she'd be a she, nightmare she, behaves. She's a good oh. she, she has a moment <laughs> we're socializing yeah. her at the moment she's all right she's good um, so obviously, oh, what's that? <laughs> so obviously, um, is obedience pretty important? I would think you know the dog doing what it's told on the day. Yeah, it's got to. You've got to follow in the instructions, and so the dog has to follow the instructions. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happens is normally uh, there's basic ring techniques that judges use, but different people have different ways of doing things. Um, but basically. Um, the steward calls you into the ring by your number. Um, you go into the ring. The judge will ask you to, you know, walk around the ring or trot around the ring or mm-hmm. with the big breeds run. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge is in command of the ring. It's their ring, so they tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. So basically they'll tell you to stop and everybody stands in a line so they can compare. Mm-hmm. They go over each dog one at a time and then... At that same time as they go over it and check for all the hallmarks of the breeds, they send the dog for a walk to see its gait. Mm-hmm. Could be up and back, could be in a circle, could be a triangle. Mm-hmm. Every judge is a bit different. Um, so you have to learn those moves and how mm-hmm. to get the dog to move, to flow and turn properly, especially on the triangles and the up and backs. Um, when you come back to the judge, you need to stand back away from the judge so the judge can see the dog because if the dog's on their feet, they mm. really have to keep stepping back. Mm. So mm-hmm. stop um, and get the dog to stand properly. Uh, then the judge sends you back to your position and does 
the rest of the dogs in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Then they often ask you to go around move. A lot of judges judge on move on the move mm-hmm. because you can see the structure properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll come back and line them up and then award them and send you to the place pegs one, two, three. There's, mm-hmm. Depending on the size of the classes and whether it's an all breeds or a specialty shows how many places you get. Mm-hmm. But it's normally one, two, three. Specialties where there's big entries, they might go down to six. Mm. Okay. In specialty shows, they critique. So they write a critique on each dog. Mm-hmm. So that takes a bit longer after each class to mm-hmm. write the critique or, you know, jot down what they're going to write in their critique or mm-hmm. record. Um, but in normal shows, they don't do critiquing. Mm. Uh, but you can go up afterwards and ask the judge what they thought. Mm. Um there's many levels. So you go, the first thing you go in is you enter your classes. If you win your class, mm. if you're over six months, you go in for what's called the challenge, which is where you will get awarded points towards your Australian title mm. or mm. grand title or whatever it is, what level you're up to. Yep. Um, and then what happens is, is um, the winner of that, the dogs get all judged, then the girls get all judged, and then the best of each of those go against each other for the best in the breed. Mm. Right. So then what happens after all that at breed level, through all the breeds, say it's the terrier group, all mm. the breeds are, are judged, the best of breed of each breed goes in for what's called best in terrier group. Mm. So they go in for that. You get a best in or a runner-up. There's an alternative way they've introduced, which is um, four placings mm-hmm. and no other groups. Mm. Or you can do each class group and best in group and runner up. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. after that, when everybody's there's seven groups, when everybody's got a best in group, those best in groups go in for best in show. Mm-hmm. So they choose the best in show and a runner up. Mm-hmm. So it's just levels of mm-hmm. like most sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and again, for the best in shows, they can have one, two, three, four, if they wish. And that all happens on sort of the one day or over a couple of days? Uh, the numbers are such at this point in time that it's one day mm. and some, show, some shows can run two shows in one day mm. or we can run night shows or whatever. Mm. But some people, some clubs are running two shows in a day. So mm. <laughs> just hearing you talk, I mean, potentially the dog's done five or six sort of performances for lack of a better term yeah by the end of the day like that best in show dog has been shown multiple times so that poor thing's just exhausted well to be honest with you they get better as they go on it's always the case that when they go in first and they muck up we always say to people don't worry because you got through so next level he'll do it again right and it's almost like practice Mm. so every time you go in they tend to get better right so by the time they go, oh, why didn't you show like that before? Well, he got mm. through, so we're at this level now. Mm. Yeah. So try and get the best out of out of him now. Yeah, uh, and they do because they feel more relaxed because yeah. somebody said your dog's very nice. Mm. Yeah, you can go yeah, to yeah. the next level, right? And they feel relaxed. So they're saying, oh, why didn't he show like that? It's usually because they were nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the dog wasn't trained. Yeah, touching on what you were saying before, like you've got that bit of positive. Mm. affirmation that you feel good you feel good the dog feels good that's right and as the further up you go the 
better you feel. That's right. Yeah. You think, oh, well, we're, we're cooking with gas now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're by, going well. We're both strutting around the place. Yeah, by the time you get the best in show, you're, you are the best in show in your head. You think, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it's about, a, you know, dogs get a bit uh, distressed and um, initially, and, well, not distressed, but they get a bit, you know, I don't want to do this today. Mm. Mm. But by the time they get going, they just get into it. But yeah, no, they're not exhausted because they they um, rest in between. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they've got to wait for the others for the yeah, rest so in show. The they've got to wait for the around. others. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they've got to wait for everybody. The only yeah. one who's probably um, can go like can not have to stop is the one who's last. Mm. But having mm. said that, sometimes that's good for dogs because sometimes you rest them and they don't mm. uh, keep going. They'll start again and. You know, mm. you know. Sometimes you have a dog who goes, "Oh, okay, I'll just keep going." So if he's at the end, that's good for him. Mm. It's very mm. individual with your dog, just like it is with yourself. Mm. You know, so every dog's a bit different, and you've just got to build the rapport mm. and learn how to deal with them. Mm. Mm. And them, you really, mm. yeah, what you right. want from them. That's right. Mm. So if you had an old, if you had a dog that you were, you had been showing over many years or something and then they were going into retirement say um what happens then or do they just go back to the the family home or do you yeah just treat them the same yeah but just they don't, just don't, just enter don't the enter the shows anymore and they just become back to your, what, your pet what, dog what, what's the span like what what's the age that you would retire a show dog is there a well everybody has different strategies and what i say about um when people really get into showing and you know, you should have a strategy and a campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, dogs in um, show dogs in America do have a campaign mm. sorted out. Right, like Tens- a five-year plan. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. There's people who, as mm. I said before, they have an uh, an amount of money they're going to spend on the dog to campaign it, mm-hmm. and they sit down and work out the strategy on how to get it to whatever level they want it at. You know, mm. top whatever. Yeah. So here we don't tend to do that. We get on what we call a roll. So if we start to win, will we keep showing? Right. Yes. Right. So even if it's after that five-year plan and they're winning, 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 you go, well, let's keep going, going, going. Well, some (laughs) people do. There have been dogs that have been campaigned to the point of ridiculousness, in my opinion. It's Mm. just years and years of campaign. Mm. And then what happens is... From, for myself and my family, we had a strategy which when we had the top dogs was not to hog the ring. Mm. Okay. Because if you hog the ring, the others won't show. So if you just go yeah. win everything. You, lose, you, you lose. want to give other people opportunity. Yeah. You lose, mm. the, you lose the... There are other good dogs mm. and we need them out there. Mm. So you can't... We used to probably go to one or two shows a month, mm. um, even when we were campaigning a dog. Mm. And... Um, to let them ha- bring the other dogs out because you you don't know you, well in those days you didn't know who was going to go. Mm. Um, so we just um, make sure that we had a campaign in place for the dog that we didn't hog the ring, mm-hmm. so that we had competition. Mm. It's no good of beating yourself. Yeah, <laughs> true. So that's that's really important. Mm. But in the main, when people are starting out. You know, they, they work out a strategy on how to, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I can't show this weekend because I've got to take the kids to sport or whatever. Mm. That happens a lot these days. 
because mm. everybody's got a really mm. balanced life. Mm. Yeah. Um, and lots of times they work out where they can and can't go. Mm. And it's sort of been a, a, a fact that people, are, it's working out that way anyway for people. Mm. But people who are into only just showing dogs don't have other things to do. Mm. Um, basically, they'll go every weekend. It's their social event. Mm. It's their outlet. Um, they've got their friends. It's their yes. purpose. It's their yeah. meaning. Yeah. yeah, that's their social thing. Mm. So as is everything, there's different se- sectors of the sport that go for different reasons. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And some people will go because because of that, their social, it's their mm. social circles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, some people will go because they're campaigning a dog. Mm. And they need to get so many points or they want to get the top mm-hmm. in their breed under the point score systems mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm. Um, but if they haven't got a dog they're campaigning, they won't go as much. Mm. Mm. Um, there's all sorts of reasons that people go. Mm. But they put their strategies together with those reasons behind it. Mm. So um, if mm. you've got a, like a, a lot of people in your family and you've got a lot of commitments, um, often people just go once a month or go to the big shows. Mm. Because they're not going to the regular Yeah, Yeah. But then there's also um, The way it's structured these days Is too, there's regions And there's shows in Newcastle There's shows out west, there's shows down south Mm. And there's shows in in the city Mm. So um, People enjoy going to the country shows Mm. And uh, When you go out there, everybody's out there anyway The same Mm. people who are in the city Mm. Yeah so it's not really, it's just out in the country. Mm. So is the country similar to, you know, is the city like really sort of full on and then the country ones are more relaxed? How we see oh, the city and country? People say that's the case, yeah. Mm. People say that's the case. Well, it's a different feel, so it's more relaxing for people to show their dogs in the country areas? A lot of people find it very um, less stressful for them, mm. yeah. Because we know whenever we go to the country, we're like, oh, relaxing. <laughs> So the dog just enjoying a jaunty weekend country getaway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, the, the thing I was thinking when we were talking about old dogs as well, is it sort of like horse racing where you retire your horse and put it out to stud? Do you sort of do the same thing with a dog or are they breeding while they're being shown? What's the... Yeah, they're all... Um, well, everybody has their own, again, personal yeah. way of doing things. Yeah. But in the main, um, dogs are at stud. Yeah. All the time, hmm. and the girls have to um, are a little, little bit behind the eight ball because they are taken out to have litters. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's about a strategy on getting them. They to... go on maternity leave. Yeah, that's so it's exactly just like right. I was going to say, just like humans. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, we won't have the litter. We just need so many points to be, you know, yeah. the grand champion or whatever. Yeah. So she should be ready to be in pup by this date. So I have to have a points by this date. And, and I helped a lady the other day. I said, how many points you got left? Okay, let's divide that up by the minimum amount of points you can get. This is how many shows you've got to go to. You need to sit down and work out where you're going. By that period, by that period of time, right. because that's when you're going to be putting her in pup. Right. All right. So she made it. She went everywhere she would never go. She wouldn't. Right. She always was just in the city. Yeah. But she went down to the country. She went out to other places that she know and she made it yeah so you, that's what i mean about being strategic you, it's mm. just like everything else in life yeah i got and i've got to be here by this time how am i going to do it yeah. 
So that's that's what what we did, and she she made it. It was a big congratulations. It was wow. great. So, but um, yeah, having said that, it's that's the sort of thing everybody's individual on what they do. But yeah, the, yeah. the girls are, are taken out to have litter. She'll be retired that particular one, yeah, uh, because she's made a title, and that lady uh, who is very socially involved in the dog world yeah. will um, have something from the litter to show. Next. Of course, yes. yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how it works. Ah. Right. So, so that's these breeders that breed for show aren't the breeders that people the perception of this puppy farming thing that goes on. Yeah. Most mm. of them breed when they need something to show. Right. Right. Okay. So So they're not just pumping out six litres of pups a year to sell them to show people. I, it's no. like I need a dog to show. Yeah. Or, or you go to somebody and say, hey, I, I really need a dog to show and I want your dog, mm. one of your pups, can you breed me one? And it's kind of... Yeah, or they are having a litter and you say, can I have something yeah. from that litter Like to you show. hear along the grapevine, yeah. someone says having litter, you go, oh, he's yeah. got good pups, I'm going to get one of those. Well, I really like that, that combination. Mm. I think they'll get something. Mm. Um, and, you know, sometimes you get the pup you want, Um it's quite funny because, you know, obviously they're breeding for themselves, so they keep the best one. Mm. But their best one's not your, always your best one. Mm. You always, sometimes, you, lots of times for me, come out with a better one. Mm. Mm. So, but having said that, um, you know, that's that's the main aim of the what real dog show people do. They're not pumping out pups, mm. most of them. Mm. The commercial market, and you, that's why I say the commercial market's separate... Really, those commercial breeders don't show. In the old days, they did. Mm. People mm. had more pups did show, but there's a bunch of commercial people that you've never seen them in the dog ring. Mm. Mm. But there's the purest breeds that yeah. like, you know, I need something to show. I'll get her to the title. I'll do the the um, breeding, and then the puppy from that I'll bring out. I'll bring out three months later when it, in baby puppy. Yeah. Mm. And she can either retire or semi-retire, which means. Only goes to shows where there's specialty shows mm-hmm. or minimal shows, but she's retired. She's not campaigned everywhere. Mm. But she might come to the show as well and stay, mm. come to the show just for the day, just mm. not be shown because mm. she's used to going. Yes. And mm. then after some time, um, they'll leave her at home. Mm. But she's, you know, a bit had enough. Mm. Yeah. Like the old race car drivers that just roll out for Bathurst once a year kind of thing. Yeah. Go and do the weekend and then go back into... Semi-retirement. That's right. You take the you take mm. the oldies with you because often because they complain if you don't take them. Mm. The dogs themselves complain because they the like dogs. to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. What are you doing? You've got leads and everything. Where are we going? Like yeah, there's yeah. crates in the you car. Don't leave me what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're leaving over, me behind. You get over and they just ignore you for two days because you've left them at home. Yes. How dare you? That's right. That's what happens. <laughs> I know where you went. You went you, without me. You beat off with those other bitches, haven't you? <laughs> Right. We can say that that's a technical term yeah, as well. well you did that's, it not even swear being, that's not even being offensive. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah, so there really are um, most um, people that are in, in Stafford's that show are like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're breeding to breed something mm. better and for the future. Mm. Mm. Well, that's good. I think that at that particular one's it's her first litter. Yeah. And she's four or something. Oh, wow. Wow. So people don't breed for breeding sake. No, they no. usually show people. No, they just go, look, I've got a really good dog and I want to 
make sure that I've got something else out of that that might be as good, if not better. Well, mm. true top breeders always have something coming up behind. Right. So my, my our own thing is we don't we don't show dogs past a particular age. Mm. We would mm-hmm. never show a ten year old dog unless it was in veterans. Mm. Mm. Um, you should campaign and pull the dog out out on its high and have something to follow up mm-hmm. to take out right. and follow him up. Mm. That, that was always ours, mm. but that's not always everybody's uh, can do that. Mm. Mm. And the way legislations and things are now, it's harder to keep dogs. Mm. Yeah. So it's a bit more difficult to do that. Yeah. Mm. So just to wrap it up, and not wrap it up, but wrap it up. <laughs> if if you had a pet dog, I'm just uh, this is how it's logically sequenced in my head right now. If you had a pet dog that you thought was good enough to show, we get in contact with uh, your breeder or one of the local show societies. Hey, this is what I want to do. Or Kim. Or Kim. They can get in contact with Kim. This is what we want to do. But most importantly, you don't need to treat the dog differently. You can keep it with your regular dogs, but you need to have a plan. You need to have a plan for how what you need to do to get the dog to show standard and then you also need to have a sort of a plan of like, okay, I want to enter it into these shows. This is what I ultimately want to achieve with the dog. And then once I've achieved that, if I want to keep going, great. If I don't, we pull it back and we get the next dog and bring that through and do the same sort of thing. But really what I guess I think I'm hearing is, is just have a plan. Have an idea of what you want that dog to do for you. That's right. You're not only just showing like scent work, all yeah. the other disciplines yeah. as well. Mm. I think it's important to go like to the breed club. They'll explain to you and exactly talk to you about that. First of all, is it eligible to be shown is, uh, is a, a big thing because it's quite disappointing mm-hmm. that it's not. Mm. But there are the other disciplines mm. if, if they're not. Um, but secondly, um, yeah, put a plan in place. And, of course, people come along and they show a dog and they say, I want to show my dog, but they know absolutely nothing about it mm. and they don't think about well what's involved mm. um and and i think as we said before there is a bit involved we've got you know you have to travel some distances sometimes mm-hmm. that's part of the plan you've got to um make sure that you set up for the day got all your gear and how you're going to do that and i recommend always not just to roll up by yourself mm. make sure you've got somebody that's you know in the in your breed or the or, or your ring where you show your dog that will help you and mm. because they call your number and you, you get called absent because mm. you weren't standing at the ring where you were supposed mm. to be so you do need a bit of support when you first start mm. you need somebody to be to help you tell you what to do mm. so basically um the, the breed club will help you with that um some breeders will some breeders aren't show people so they have no idea um and some people are very um you know they just they, they think like they go in the football or a picnic and, mm. it's, and it's a bit different to that it's a bit there there are things you need to know mm. Mm. on that note i think we'll um wrap it up thanks very much thank you <laughs>